Okay, this episode of the Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews might sound a little different because we have acquired an official podcast studio in our building. Let's, Let's go. go us. So now, I'm not sure how this sounds. We won't know until we listen back to it, but if it sounds a little echoey, I promise that will be worked on immediately and know that that's why. And, but and I know I have turned podcasts off because of the sound quality. And so what we're telling you is please don't do this. Don't abandon us. Don't leave us alone in here. Here's what we need. We just need the listen. So if this sounds echoey and you hate it, but you want to support us, just let it roll in silence while you do something else. <laughs> Let it roll and <laughs> suffer in silence. Wasn't nope. that a hemorrhoid commercial? Don't suffer in silence. <sighs> uh, anyway. Suppositories. There used to be ads on the radio in the 60s mm. for like suppositories. Like, do you have hemorrhoids? Get, you know, Jack and Jill suppositories. Since this is the podcast where we share all the things, and you know me, don't have a whole lot of filter left, I do want to tell you I'm one no. quick story. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't think I want to hear this story. Based on what we just talked about, and you're like, I have to tell you, that reminds me of something. I don't want to hear this story. Zero desire to hear this story. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. You know how it goes. <laughs> I was, um, oh, maybe nine years old, and Mike, I didn't poop for like 10 okay. days. All right. No, go. I'm serious, okay? And so the long story short, I'll spare you all the details, was Thanks. that I had to go to the hospital and get like a professional enema when I was this tiny child and I'll never forget you know you have to I won't give you all the details of an enema if you've never had one but you have to hold it in hold it in hold it in hold it in you know what I'm saying yeah you have to have your ass in the air yeah until you can't hold it anymore and then you got to be right by a toilet because you got to run to it well, I've had to do an enema before okay well that's like a home enema so when oh. you're at the hospital they put like a gap like think about a gallon of milk they put like a gallon of whatever they put like up into you right up up your butt up your butt with a coconut so then you're like laying on your side and you have to do this and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god like I have to go right now well this hospital the back bathroom was out in the hall so like I had to get up and get out of this room and run to the bathroom and I remember I can I'm so traumatized by it I can remember it to this day and I remember being in the hospital in that little bathroom and I shut the door and it happened and I was like thank god <laughs> and I came out and I know this didn't happen but in my mind everybody in the hospital was like round of applause like good for you okay what a so story. there's there are jokes about how you know, you'll see like somebody who has to go like, you know, it's like a, like a sitcom or something where, you know, someone has to go to the bathroom in an unfortunate situation and they're like, they're like, they're like faster speed walking and they have their hand behind their butt <laughs> and every footstep goes like, <laughs> like, was that you? Like, did you, did you rip a little one with every no, step you took? No, because if anything had ripped, it would have like all come out. So I just it remember, rains, it pours. but I remember having that hospital gown on. I'm just me you got a picture like nine-year-old jenny you know in a hospital gown and just like i was holding my i remember holding my butt and like just running to that bathroom and just letting it all out i'm imagining uh, and you know what thank god you were nine years old because i could i'm sorry mm. i could see you as an adult <laughs> and i could see you as, oh. thank god i actually have an adult story along the same lines but this is this is kind of amusing i'll spare you all of those kinds of details but when i was pregnant mm -hmm. with julianne actually with both kids but with julianne i had to go to the hospital for it um you know the hormones do wacky things right. and i definitely couldn't go to the bathroom and so it was a, it was a good stretch of days right. and i was laying in my bed at like two o'clock in the morning and i woke my husband up i go we got to go to the er now he's like can't you just like go I mean, just he go. doesn't understand like just go to the bathroom. i don't understand either uh, well it's terrible anyway so i go to the er and this male doctor comes in and his name was juan 
And he was going to be the one to do whatever it was that had to be done to, to get your, me. To your butt. To my butt. And no. I said, uh-uh. So I quietly requested to one of the female nurses, I, I can't. I like, can't have a dude like, I'm sure Juan, I'm sure Juan has seen it all, and I'm sure he's a wonderful human being, but like, I cannot go there with Juan. So she gets this other nurse who had to be 85 years old. You can tell girlfriend has seen it all. Nothing Nothing happening in my body was going to phase her whatsoever. And let me just tell you, we had a very, we had Did a very that intimate you? experience. Did yes. that comfort you? The fact yes. that she's like totally about to put her hand where the sun don't shine and you're, but she just, she, you could just tell yes. that she does not care. She didn't care. She kept calling me honey, sweetie, baby. It's okay. And she knew I was pregnant. And so I was all worried about all that, you know, in addition to all this. And anyway, we took care of business and um, she was the most comforting, wonderful, should have written her a thank you letter. And I didn't, but I should have. Well, she should have taken you to dinner first. It was awkward. Can you imagine me and Juan, though? No. Like, no. What I can't believe is that we are no more than five minutes into this episode. We did not plan to talk about things in your rectum for the first five minutes of the show, but here we are. Here we are. It's an incredible theme. I would like to talk about something that you will roll your eyes at, but as much true crime as I hear about, I'm justified in bringing this up. Bring it on up. We have decided, it was late last year, we did a segment called Welcome to My World. And I went into, quote unquote, your world. I went to Aestheticare Med Spa and I got this facial treatment done. I went to Target to shop with you. We had mimosas. We did all the things. And we kind of forgotten about it, but I never got the opportunity to welcome you into my world. And I know what you wanted. You wanted to wait till Chandler was born, my mm-hmm. daughter was born, and then my world is, oh, I have to take care of a baby all day. Welcome to my world. And you'd right. be like, okay. Love great. everything about that. I right. know you do, but come on, that's not going to be fun. That's not good content. I want you to bring, I want to bring you to something that you're going to kind of roll your eyes at a little bit, similarly as I did when I was in Target with you. And then I discovered, and I don't know which event it's going to be because honestly, there are two. It's St. Patrick's Day. Downtown Kansas City, WWE SmackDown is coming. And then five days later, that other brand that I showed you, AEW, is going to be at the Cable Bomb Arena. So I don't know which one it's going to be yet. Like, I prefer SmackDown because I want you to see the, the the crazies that come out. And by the way, if you are a wrestling fan and you go to all the shows, I think it, it's like it's like telling a Star Wars person they're a nerd. Like, mm-hmm. they embrace it with pride. Sure. S- same as the loonies with wrestling. They'll tell you, oh my gosh, yes, I'm a wrestling nut job. I'm a lunatic. And so it's. I, I don't think... If you're offended, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like every, most wrestling fans admit, like, yes, I'm a dork about this, and I, and I, I, what? Let your let your freak flag fly is sure. what they do. So, well, look, and I know I'm a freak about a lot of things. Like, I'm totally a weirdo. I embrace it. It yeah. is what it is. But um, no, I love that you love it. I, I I don't know anything about it other than it seems extraordinarily fake and staged and silly, but. People love it. There has to be a reason people love it. And so I am intrigued. I am curious to see what what's the hype about. And you know, like there have been things I've tried in life and then I'm like, oh. So like okay, every I get it. I, I, I compare it to popular children's movies. Let's take the Goonies, for example. Yes. And I'll tell you I'll tell you by starting with this. The Goonies is a movie that all the eighties babies love and can quote every line to it, and they're like, Oh my god, it's the best movie ever. I didn't watch the Goonies. Um, cause I was born a little bit too late for it. And by the time I had watched it with some friends of mine, we were all like, we literally just had a party at one of my friend's house and she, she's like, we're all going to watch the Goonies. Cause we're all like wasted. And she's like, and okay. And it was the worst movie I'd ever seen. Yeah. But if I would have watched it as an 
eight-year-old, I probably would have loved it, If right? it makes you feel any better, I did watch it as an eight-year-old, and I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, but I think I'm totally the anomaly there. I think you are, yeah. yeah. So imagine the same thing with wrestling. I think one of the reasons I do enjoy it so much is that I started watching it when I was 12. I could tell you, I had to be 12 years old or something like that, and I can tell you the exact moment I watched. This is back when... I was, you know, call me a rich kid. I had cable TV in my own bedroom, but this was before, like, I think the only way you could, like, use a guide to see what was on is if you turned it to the TV guide channel. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was faster to just flip channels. Channel 32, channel 33, channel 34, channel 30. Like, I remember, like, ESPN was 35, Nickelodeon was 32. Like, anyway, and I, and I happened to turn on uh, TNT, and it was a now out of business company. It was WCW Monday Nitro. And as I was watching, there was this. There is the. It was a. Is this Mexican wrestler? Because all the Mexican wrestlers they wear masks. It's part of their culture and tradition. And um, this dude on top of the rope, this bright outfit, this mask on. He's standing on the top rope, standing, and he just jumps off and does this four fifty. He does a flip and a quarter, bang, and lands on this other guy. And I'm like, whoa! I'm like, what was that? And so I just left it on. And it was at that moment I started watching wrestling. And so I think. One of the reasons I still appreciate it as an adult is because it's something I loved as a kid. Mm, like, for sure. If I watched Power Rangers now, it, it's so cheesy, but there's this nostalgia feeling that you get from watching something that you watched when you were a kid. No, like, I get that. It's cheesy, but I love it, and that's how I feel about wrestling. And and I don't want to say I'm going to hate it, because I don't know. I, truly, you know, I've I've tried think. my God, I just discovered champagne in 2022. <laughs> All this time, I didn't realize it's the bubbles that I liked of beer. It wasn't really the beer, it was the bubbles. You like the carbonation. Yeah, I tried wine, didn't like it. It's flat. Give me fizzy wine. I like it. Okay. Rose all day, slay girl right. slay. Yeah. So I get, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say that I'm going to hate it. I'm actually, it's weird. I'm actually kind of excited to see it just because I would like to know what is all the hype. Right. And here's what you're gonna love. You're you would love the same thing my wife would love, and that's the people watching. Mm. You are going to what you'll take from it is you are going to love not necessarily the action in the ring, but every time something happens, and especially something that like is a big deal, but you don't understand because you don't follow the storyline why it's a big deal, but you will just love the reaction. And you're a person who likes to see other people happy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, good for you. Like, go get it. Yeah. You'll see the, the thrills of the biggest stars coming out, and you'll be like, oh my, and, and I know you. You'll be like, I am so happy for everyone here. That everyone <laughs> seems to be having you. a great time. <laughs> Like that's exactly what you'll do. I love that, okay. and I and I can't wait for you to experience that. And, and I think and I'm gonna. I know that at first I'm going to actually try to hide how dorky I am about it. But I know after about the first. Want you to. Well, by the first thirty minutes, I'll be like, Whoa! like Here's somebody. Here's how will come I out. know your dork level is pretty high with this because I've been to your home and I've seen the belt. Yeah, the championship title. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen it. So the fact that you even own that is is something special. So fun story about that. Yeah. I have had that championship belt for 15 years of my life now because I I had always wanted one just because I thought it looked neat and I thought I like it, it's it's I know it's so dumb but that's like you and no, your I, gavel I'm not judging Neville I, admit, totally it's me and a gavel I you, totally get it you, you are judging but that's okay like you're judging well, in a fun way like you're I'm judge Jenny <laughs> there's the gavel right and I just always thought, and me, and I think part of it too is like being a man in like a man cave. I always thought that would be a unique centerpiece to a man cave, mm-hmm. a giant, giant, like nobody else has that. You know, actually, you know what I really like now? I'd really like a UFC belt, like a replica UFC belt. And I, I they sell them online. $850. For a replica? For Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's gold. I mean, it's, it, it's just like wow, the ones. They, and it's, it's just like the ones that are awarded to the fighters. I mean, it's yeah. thick, it's heavy, it's real metal, it's real gold. Like, Do you want me to start a GoFundMe for you? 
No, because there are way more important things that people should donate their money to than well, it's to. It's not that somebody couldn't donate their money to other things, but you know, there could be people that really want to see your dream come true. And I and I love and I'm so grateful for that. But but no, I would I would genuinely if somebody started to go fund me for me to have a UFC title belt that I could display in my man cave, I would take that money, say thank you very much, and then I would donate it somewhere else. I, I would not you. buy a UFC belt because I would I would that wouldn't sit right by me. Sort of a sharp left here, but not really. Yeah. Um, did you see where that Demar Hamlin's um, GoFundMe? It's over eight million dollars. Is it eight now. million now? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How amazing! I'm I am curious. The, the skeptic in me is now like, okay, so what is all that money actually going to be used? Oh, for Oh, I think he is going to do great things with it because he started. It sounds like he's got a big. He heart seems anyway. like a cool, like a really good dude. When he started that GoFundMe a couple years ago, mm-hmm. anyway, for to help needy kids, I think he was only asking for like twenty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I think then when this happened to him with the heart attack on the field, people wanted to do something, and that was a good way for them to do something. I think he'll do good things with it. I you, do. You say heart attack, but it was well, it because oh, it, it's cardiac arrest, and like I, it, is yeah, that the same thing? I don't know. No, I don't think it is because actually I know somebody who works for the Heart Association, and she put a post up, and I read it, but I didn't process it enough to be able to repeat it. But there is well, a difference. I think the heart attack is where the and, and arteries. God, maybe? God bless the people who listen to this podcast who know. We will absolutely talk about something whilst having no idea what the hell we're talking about. Totally. And so, I know that I don't know. I can't repeat back what she said, but there I is I think a the difference. heart attack is where the heart stops mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, whereas cardiac arrest is simply an irregular heartbeat. Because if your heart doesn't just pump at a regular beat at the same time, that like just one offbeat, it thro- throws everything crazy. And I think that's what I think he just, it caused an irregular, like his heart to, you know, the, the, the phrase, um, Oh, I, I saw her and my heart skipped a beat. Mm. If that actually happened, I do believe that is actually cardiac arrest. So. Yeah. And I don't know. I just know that I'm glad he, it's a miracle really that, um, mm-hmm. he was cared for as quickly as he was. And then he was able to, to recover. It sounds like, I think he's still in another hospital. Yeah, they, he's he, back home. he got to go back to Buffalo, mm-hmm. and he is at a hospital in Buffalo now instead of a hospital in Cincinnati, which has got to be nice for him to be back home. Because like I, I remember thinking that right after it happened, like God, you, you felt I felt bad because like man, I wish it was a home game for mm-hmm. him. So at least he could have gone to a hospital near his house or, or, or in the same city mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, he expected to take a business. Imagine we just take a business trip. You and I fly to Vegas and Nashville for the awards. Imagine oh, we're just going for a two day business trip. You end up spending a week in the hospital right. in a in a city that's not your own. That would suck. It's crazy. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, and back on the the GoFundMe and what will he do with it? I I personally think he'll probably do some really amazing things with it because of I would imagine too. He's you know he's football player like probably paid pretty well i here's what what i think though what if he doesn't get to play football again because he's just not going to be in the correct health for it which honestly i would just be so scared if i were him to get back there and play football but um you know i i once donated to a gofundme for a girlfriend of mine who was going through cancer treatments um the long story short of that is when I donated the money to her or i'm trying to think of the mindset of people who donated to him mm-hmm. I think you donate without expectation. Like to me, I thought, I'm going to give you this amount of money. And if you want to go to Target because you're having a crappy day of chemo and you want to go make yourself feel better, it's on me. You know what I mean? Like that was my thinking with it. And I know that there was a little bit, um, once she got better, she started to live life and Mm -hmm. started to travel a little bit and started to just live live like she should. Mm -hmm. Now where the money was coming from for her to do these things, that could have been from her very own paycheck or from whatever else. But um, I think some people make comments like, wondering if it came from the GoFundMe. And I just thought, how how awful of you to even judge that? Because it's like, that's, first of all, you donate, that's her money. It's kind of like if you lend money to somebody, you should expect never to get it back. You right. hope you do, but you don't. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. 
Anyway, I don't know. This made me think of that. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair thought. Now, and, and he, 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 he made a lot of money compared to you and me, but I think in the NFL, I don't think he was on that big of a guy. I, I, I mean, I had, never, I had no idea. I had never heard of his, his name before. And, and of course, both of us are sitting here with smartphones that could easily look up this information for some reason we haven't yet. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it's crazy though. I'm going to get a little religious on you here. Okay, but, here we go. But this is truly where I do believe that the Lord works in mysterious ways. And I believe he, he in mysterious calls ways. certain people. Like everyone has their own religious belief. This just happens sure. to be mine and I'm just sharing my heart right now. But I, I believe he, think about it. Like you said, you've never heard of DeMar Hamlin. Now mm. look at me. I'm not even a sports person. And I know about this guy. I know he's number three. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm following closely with his story. And I think sometimes... You know, I think God uses people to create. And I also think he created a sense of unity in our world that we haven't had in some time. Yeah. I feel like it's been a very divided, particularly divided country. And I feel like for him to um, think about it, everybody was rooting for this guy. It is. I looked it up, by the way. Yeah. I looked it up. He makes just under a million a year. Four, he signed a four-year, three Point six million dollar contract. He got a sign sign just by signing bonuses are crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like you know how bad I would love to have a signing bonus every time we sign a new contract with the radio station. This guy just for writing his signature on a pen uh, with a pen on a piece of paper was given one hundred and sixty thousand mm. dollars just to sign his name on a piece of paper. Anyway, so his average annual income is nine hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. Well, now it's a lot more. But now it's, <laughs> yeah, now it's eight million. I hope he takes it and like invests it. You know, like well, here's what I do think though. If this ended his NFL career. Which it could have. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I think it will. It, you know, and who knows what other things he had in his back pocket. You know, what could he do next? I mean, again, to take, take, I mean, I think he'll do good things with some of the money because I think that he will. It sounds mm-hmm. like he's got a heart to do that. But if he's got to live on it, like, go live on it. I don't know. That's just my, I, I donate without expectation. As, uh, as as we're talking about this, you know, there's a football side to it, too, because this game that was being played, you know, there, there was a big, big playoff implications. Our, our hometown Kansas City Chiefs were sitting in the second seed, Buffalo number one and Cincinnati number three. That game not played. The Chiefs went out. We get the, the Chiefs get the number one seed in the playoffs, but there's like stipulations now to where, you know, because if Buffalo would have won out, they would have rightfully had the number one seed. But now, you know, we'll never know. And there was no perfect answer. And I think I'll, I'll give... I, I don't mind dragging the NFL through the mud if they do something stupid like the referees and their bad calls. But this, I, I, I feel like the right thing happened because like of all the three teams that involved, none of them were really that happy with the outcome, which is kind of the way it had. That's called compromise. That's, that's what happened. So what's going to happen is if the, it ends up being Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship game, uh, it's going to be a neutral site. And uh, they did the geography on it, and Indianapolis would have been because, like, Kansas City to Indianapolis is like 450 miles. Buffalo to Indianapolis is 480 miles. So, like, the location is just absolutely perfect. But Indianapolis turned it down. There's already an event going on at the stadium that weekend. So, now what they're going to do is I heard through some local sports talk people this morning that it looks like that Atlanta is going to be the neutral site if it comes to that. Because in order for that to take the pay, the Chiefs would have to win next week, and the Bills would also have to win this weekend and next weekend in order for that to even trigger. But apparently there's some wild story about how Atlanta got it. I have not heard that story as, as of recording of this podcast, but I can't wait to figure it Atlanta, out. Atlanta, also the home of the Court TV headquarters, which is when you say Atlanta, that's all I think, because I'd like to go so I can see if I could check is out the headquarters. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, 
So that's interesting. Because guess what other cable news channel is headquartered in Atlanta? What is a news channel, what is a cable channel that I would potentially obsess over like you do the with Court- the Weather Channel? Yeah. Also Are they headquartered. Owned by scripts? I don't know the answer to that either, and I'm kind of talking out of my butt right now because I don't really know. But I know that um, that that Core TV, I believe, is owned by Scripps. CNN also headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I wonder if it's all the same building. I like, have no idea. You would wonder if they're all like sister stations because that could very well be the case. You know what? That makes sense because one of the anchors retweeted something from CNN. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I don't know. And it makes a lot of sense. Like, people are still shocked to realize that we have four radio stations in our building. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, the Christmas station in Kansas City is KC1021, and they're, like, next-door neighbors with us. Mm -hmm. Your old stomping grounds. That's why you were able to – you were on Mix 93 one day, and the next day you were on Q104. I know people don't realize. I just walked down the hall. (laughs) Literally, it's an extra five You know what's weird, though? It was a walk down the hall, but it was, like, a walk into another – world mm-hmm. <laughs> this is crazy a whole new world yeah. i have a fun story about atlanta and i think you've heard bits and pieces of the story but you had not heard the whole thing but one year this is i can actually i can tell you it was 2018 the summer of 2018 um one of my favorite 90s bands of all times hootie and the blowfish shout out darius rucker and hootie and the blowfish announced that they were doing one single show the entire year mm. and they opened for jason aldean in the Atlanta Braves Stadium, Jason, a Georgia guy, and right. so, uh, he, so he got to do his like a hometown show at the baseball stadium. It was, it was literally the lineup was the lineup. I'll go in order. The lineup was the opener, Lauren Elena, mm. okay, Luke Combs, wow, who's a the head, opener, <laughs> yeah, Luke Co- was third, wow, like, but Luke Combs, Hootie and the Blowfish. Jason Aldean. I mean, it was a night. That's why I say never discount those smaller, newer, or opener artists. You mm-hmm. just never know. I remember just being in radio for so many years. Um, we, <laughs> I wasn't there that day, but Britney Spears came by the radio station. She, mm-hmm. No one had heard of her. I remember Lady Gaga came mm-hmm. in, and it was a Friday afternoon, and I just wanted to go home. I was, like, done with my shift, and I, she was, I, I mean, I could have, like, gotten a photo, whatever, mm-hmm. and I really just wanted to get out the door. I was like, oh, good to meet you. I mean, not that I, I mean, I was being polite to her, but I sure. was, I, <laughs> just never discount, because I swear the next day she was... That's why Lady Gaga, I want to see know. our guy. I want to see Ben Gallagher blow up. I do he's, too. He's, he's my guy. Tim Duggar is another one that I'm really rooting for. I, I know. Tim, Tim And Shane Prophet. Shane Prophet's good too. Mm-hmm. God, we just I just want all of them to just explode. Russell. Like mm-hmm. mm, I love him so much. And it is where we're seeing that with Lainey Wilson right now. I feel mm-hmm. like she is one of those that was the opener and sweet and attainable. We our very own Tater could have I think we should have married. They have phone numbers, like, and, and oh. they didn't. And I think it, was, it wasn't like a want to go on a date phone no. number exchange. It was a professional phone number exchange. But the fact that, like, I'm like, David, you should have. Okay. And yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I really kind of same thing. The night you got to meet Brittany Aldine, mm-hmm. Lainey was in that same room yeah, too. That's right. And you were so focused on meeting Brittany, and I was really focused on watching you meet Brittany because that's it was so much fun to watch and get that set up. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but now looking back, I'm like. Damn it! I wish I would have spent a little more time talking with Lainey Wilson. I, you know, what? I do have memories of being with her that night, though. That we did talk to her for some time. Yeah, we did. Um, she was very sweet, and I just remember—I didn't know a ton about her at the time, but she did. She came in with her bell bottoms on, mm-hmm. and we just had a story the other day that she started doing that so she could sell, separate herself out from the other females in Nashville, which I would imagine. Well, all artists have to separate themselves somehow, but it really has become her signature look. 
I was having a conversation with somebody uh, who works at Hy-Vee yesterday. So I had a, a meeting with the Hy-Vee people, and um, she uh, she's going to be in Columbia. Lainey is going to be in Columbia next month, and so we were. Got, and she was like, "Oh, I love Lainey Wilson," and we were talking about it. And one of the things that was brought up that I really appreciated is that because I was trying to think about like, like what makes her. A star, like why? Why do I like Lainey mm-hmm. Wilson so much? And by some smart Alec listen to the podcast, because of her butt, Mike. That's Rat. probably why. Which is a fair assumption. And 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 Lainey talks about her own butt openly, which is yeah. Hilarious. She says people just know me for my butt, but that's okay. However, they get to the music, whatever it takes. What does she say? Her New Year's resolution was I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna keep my ass this big so people can, can so more it. people can kiss it. <laughs> I love this woman. She's great. But it's it's a combination of that and I like. Her accent, I like her twang, and I think it's just the right amount. And mm-hmm. I am not trying to drag anybody through the mud here. I'm just making a comparison. But one of the biggest criticisms I've heard of Jennifer Nettles of Sugarland is that she's a little too twangy. My mom has made that reference. My wife has made that. They said I like I her, have but made I made that reference. And it's like, and, and, and like, and Jennifer, if you're here, I'm, this is just what what people say. I'm sure she's heard that criticism as well. Lainey has the twang. Just but it, enough. But it, yeah, but it's not too much to where it's because, you know, some of these, you know, uh, country radio gets dragged sometimes for not playing enough female artists. Well, quite frankly, they all, there, there is a lot of similarities and nobody sounds very country, you know, mm-hmm. if it makes sense. And, and the, the same argument can be made on the male side. So I don't want to no, go I, too I, far I down this road. That, but yeah. like, yeah, Lainey does see next. She's got just the right amount of twang. Kind of like Miranda Lambert. I think Miranda Lambert's got that little hint of that Texas twang that pops out. It's just Tur- right. Turpentine. You know, like, like you hear but that. think how mm. different her voice is. And really, I think Lainey's got that too. She's got a different sound. I think that's just the key, no matter what genre. But I think just being, separating yourself out and just, you know, having something that's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. I can't wait to go to that show in Cologne. Are you going to that show? I, I always say I'd love to. I mean, I have so many things I want to do, but the reality is I am my kids ride well, for right, all their activities. Sure. So right now <laughs> the plan is is Katie's mom is going to come down, uh, is, wants some Chandler time, some time with her granddaughter. But if she for, if for whatever reason she can't make that trip, I'm call, you're going to have to take Chandler for the I, night. I'm a little disappointed that I wasn't the first choice, but I understand I'm not it's a grand, grandparent. It's, it's, it's grandma, fine. Yeah, grandma it's gets totally dibs fine. there. and she, <laughs> No, this, but I got to start This woman out. helped us buy our house. Listen, so we got, can't, grandma, <laughs> it is what it is. By the way, have you, I, I, have we gone over this? What are your, what is she calling? Not that she's speaking yet, but what is she going to call? Is it Granny Barb, Granny B? Yeah, well, I think, yeah. So with my mom, whose name is Barb, my mom is actually Adam. If, if you gave her the choice, she would like to be called Granny Barb, which is hilarious granny to me. Because like, I feel like the word granny I is like very, it. I, I don't, but it's not about what I like. It's uh, about, hold on, my microphone, I want to Yeah, what's going one. on with you? No, she's got this little thing right here, and it's supposed right, to... We're doing a little repair work. I fixed it. It took two seconds, and I knew it would. I just needed to do it. I don't, I think the word granny sounds old. That's my, but who cares what my opinion is? What's Katie's mom going to be? I think Katie's just mom's going to be grandma or grandma Julie or something like I that. I like Mimi. I want to be a Mimi. There was talk of a nan, Nana or something like that. See, I because, think Nana sounds old. Well, I guess Nana is of Italian heritage. Yeah. And so I think that's why they like that. No, Nani. They, is it Nani? That's what we... Might be Nani. Okay, so... Because be my uh, husband's family is Italian, and so he... We, they call... My, my kids call his mom Nani and Poppy. Mm-hmm. And I think Poppy's cute. Sure. And then my mom... My mom is Bubby, and... <laughs> She was married to a Jewish man for a while, and I know that's in the Jewish faith. That's a thing, you know, with the bubbies. But I, I like to think it comes also from the fact that we called my grandmother Bubba, 
And I don't know why. I think somebody probably couldn't was say grandmother as well as Bubba. I have no idea. We called her Bubba. Bubba. I lived Bubba Gum Pappy Shrimp Bubba. Company. Yeah, we have Pappy and Bubba. I mean, I don't. I have no idea. Hilarious. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's fun just to let the kids see what they say. See yeah. how it comes out. And that's what both grandmas have decided. I think both grandpas will just be grandpa, and that's fine. But mm-hmm. as for grandmas, we'll see. Because it is. It's ultimately up to Chandler. It's not up to her mere thing. Actually, I just got. You want to see what our our notification is? We got a, a, an update. I do. On um, so we have this, and I guess new parents know this now, but it's crazy how uh, this daycare we have her enrolled in now. There's this app you download, and we just we literally just follow. Like they they tell us every single thing. I can tell you that my daughter, uh, the morning of this podcast, was checked in at eight thirteen a.m. She then ate three ounces of formula. Thirty minutes later, she had her first bowel movement at mm. nine twenty seven, and hey, it look, says BM on the. At least city. she's pooping. She didn't have to go get an enema. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> She had another two ounces of formula after that, and then she um, she just woke up from a 40-minute nap. Nice. I mean, it's insane how it, detailed girl. this is. No, but it's wonderful because I know when I, I had someone come to our house and watch my kids when they were babies, and I had them write all of that out on a piece of paper. So to actually have it on your phone and just mm-hmm. you get a notification, I don't know. I, because I want, I, the thought of not knowing all day what's going on would drive me crazy. I need updates. <laughs> I, uh, and you and I are different, but you're a mom, I'm a dad. So yeah. of course it's different. Um, I do enjoy, they actually recently sent us this message. And I guess in her, as far as the infants in the daycare, they switched teachers around like that. She has a new head teacher. And I like this one a lot better. Aww. I like this one better because she's just, she's, and the, 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 the first woman was not, bad by enemy all these women these people are excellent yeah they're awesome they're saints quite honestly but but this but this one and and i'll tell you what it's it's the little things it's like customer service right i mean because at the end of the day i am a customer of this business Mm -hmm. and this woman now who's in charge she makes sure to ask every day as i pick her up she says hey would you like me to give her one more diaper change before you head out oh you love that Hell yeah. And I take advantage of it every time. And there are some people in this world, I bet you'd be one of those people who maybe would feel even a little guilty about accepting that. No, I just, you can't, only because it would be mom guilt because I feel like, well, I want to change your diaper. Okay, yeah, no, this I don't. This is a total, we are two so different people when it comes it to all of this. I'm I like, don't know if it's a mom dad look, thing. I see the bill that comes in every week from this daycare. Yeah, you can change that last diaper. You absolutely can. Take your time. Child care is expensive, and it's um, but to have good quality child care that you can that you can go to work and you can feel comfortable and know that your child is being taken care of. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I our sitters, every sitter we've ever had, our little nanny that was there, you know, when they were babies and stuff. I the amount of gratitude I had for these people, it's I, I, it's incredible. I don't know how long we're going to be able to do this daycare thing, man. This thing is expensive. It is expensive. Like, but you know what? She'll be, I, I hate to say this because I don't want to rush her life, but my gosh, she'll be in school before you even know it. I know. And that's why you it's and crazy. I, I'm going to tell this on the podcast. We've told this on the podcast because you and I have had the discussions about, uh, to we're the point where we even let our realtor know. We're like, hey, we have a friend who lives up in this area <laughs> and we actually like this neighborhood that's really close to that area. Yeah. And could you just maybe keep an eye out? And Katie and I have genuinely like asked our realtor to look at houses closer to you, so you, you can don't take know care how of lucky the you are. If you move next to me, oh my god! Like, you, you seriously, drop her off at my house. 
all the time. All the time. But also I was thinking how great it would be on my end because you and my son Miles definitely like pal around. Like you, when you were together, you took him to tee shots. I think you guys had a pretty good time. You both love video games. I think you would thoroughly enjoy spending some time I've never on told the PlayStation. You that, I've never told you this. Well, I was going to say though that, you know, if, uh, cause I like, I have a date coming up where my daughter's taken care of, but I need to figure something out for him. Mm-hmm. I could just drop him off at your house and you guys could play the video no, games. Here's, here, well, yeah, no, the video games is fine, but here's the deal. Yeah. I can't go to tee shots with Miles anymore. Oh, cause he's too good. He kicked my ass. <laughs> Yes. I know. He kicked me. Like, I hit the ball further than him, thank God, because he's 10 and I'm 36. I should hit the ball further than him, but it wasn't by much. And his shots are so accurate. Their shots are so straight. And I'm hitting these curve balls that are going to the right net and the left net. And he's hitting them down the middle, like 150 yards down the middle and do every time. You know what's time. crazy? He has such. I'm not just saying this because I'm his mom. Look, I don't know anything about sports, but mm-hmm. he truly has natural ability in every sport he's tried. Truly. He gets it from my husband. He surely did not get any of that athleticism from his mother. But he is, he plays soccer. He plays basketball. His, to tell you his heart is in it the way it is for Jules. Mm -hmm. He does it. He goes, I just don't think he has the love for sports. And it's wild because, you know, you have kids and you really think, you're probably seeing this with Chandler. You know, you, you think they're going to be one way or whatever. It's like, it, you don't know. I mean, they are just, I am raising these kids exactly the same, and they couldn't be more opposite in every way. I I'm gonna my way too early prediction mm-hmm. for Chandler because a lot of a lot of women who get into sports media usually come from a father who is obsessed with watching sports. I'm telling you, Chandler sits and watches football with me for hours every time, and I could see her being. And you, I don't even want to say like the next Erin Andrews because she's female, right? Like. Chandler has the potential if she were, if genuinely finds an interest in this stuff as she grows up and she's too big for me to hold, she could be Joe Buck. That's awesome. You know, like she could just be doing play-by-play because I'm already breaking down plays for her and she's only three months old. You know... What if my daughter became a national... T- like, what if my daughter called a Super Bowl? It'd be incredible. You think I'd get so tickets? so proud of her. <laughs> you would you get tickets? I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. But no, I, um, I think that's great. And I, like, my dad... We'd have the, the baseball game on, mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? But we didn't go to sporting events. He wasn't, you're pretty diehard about your sports. I am, and that's Barb's fault. So that's my mom's fault. But I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because mom, you mom did learn me. it from young. And I really just, I didn't have a whole lot of that knowledge. And I, you know, because who knows? Maybe, because I will say, like, when I go to my kids' sporting events, and I know they're my kids and I love watching them play, but shoot, I even got into the Royals when we were hot, you know, mm-hmm. in the World mm-hmm. Series. And I had never sat and watched baseball in my life. You know, I've gotten to where I am part of the kingdom. I enjoy watching the Chiefs games. You know, because now, even being in Kansas City, I have teams to root for, whereas growing up, we just did, we weren't that house. You know, we just mm-hmm. didn't. I'm very lucky to have moved to Kansas City in 2016. In 2017, Patrick Mahomes moved to Kansas City. Although I tell people, you can't call me fair weather because I, I started rooting for the Chiefs. The second I moved to the town, Good. I was like, I was like, I was like, I live in Kansas City, so now the Chiefs are my team. And I watched that last year of Alex Smith. Everybody, I I sat through another divisional round loss, and then when they drafted Mahomes, I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. And it's it's it is cool being somebody who moved to the city as Patrick got his start here, and to just kind of watch this city, who's always been diehard Chiefs, but. Obviously, winning breeds more and more fans. It's it's cool to watch. For sure, but I'll say this about that. Having been here since we moved here in 04, mm-hmm. and again, not a sports person, mm-hmm. but being excited to be in a town that did root for all the teams. Mm-hmm. And you know, when the Chiefs were really bad, I'll say I was always amazed with the loyalty of the fan base. I'll say the yeah. same for the the Royals to an extent. I mean, there, there are people that are just diehards, and I love that because it's mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah. And I don't hold it, it against their true passion. And it, it, you don't hold it against the Royals because they don't like, you know, oh, if they're bad, they don't sell out. Well, they play 81 home games, whereas the Chiefs play totally. eight home games. It's more of an ex- it's more of an experience. Even when we're bad, I think going to a Royals game is super duper fun. But I will Dude, say that downtown ballpark is going to be that the stadium is going to be yeah. a lot fuller because there's just more people downtown. But like, when we were good or when we were, when we were great, mm-hmm. it was so fun to know players names mm-hmm. and just to feel like I was mm-hmm. a part of it. And I remember saying during all of that, I was like, you know what? I'm just a baseball fan now. I never knew I'm a baseball fan. I'm going to watch no matter what happens. And then that gotcha. died off pretty quickly. But most of that I'll say is because that whole team just disassembled mm-hmm. and it wasn't fun anymore to not know the players. And as I was part of it, have you ever heard the term uh fair weather fan? You hear people yeah. call fair. And that's just where you're, you're a fan of, of, of teams only when they're good. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older and I appreciate like money and finances more. I'm like, you bet your butt I'm a Fairweather fan because honestly, like who wants to spend their money? It blows my mind. I can't believe the loyalty and there's, no, I would never like mock somebody for it, but like I do question like why would you spend season ticket like why would you buy season tickets to the Royals? And I'm not saying I know this what you're saying. I'm not saying this in a negative way. Like if you're a fan that is I'm I'm glad that you found something that you love, but that is a very expensive investment for a product that if we're all being honest with each other, you know, <laughs> is not going to be that great of a product. Except then there was that time where we were great. And so people want to think that this is our time to shine. This sure. is the year. Sure. You no, know? that's a great point. That's maybe. A, and maybe that's, or, or some, and some people, it's not about the wins. Like I really enjoy, and I always have these, the, the Mavericks, the Kansas City Mavericks hockey team. And they're usually middle of the road. Like since I've been here, they've, they've never won anything. But I go to a Mavericks game and I see the season ticket holders and I've talked with them because I worked with them for two years. And I've got to, and I love talking to the, everyone at the Mavericks games and the diehards who are there, they're diehards and they like live and die and they get frustrated. Yeah. Me, I know that they're probably going to be a middle of the pack team. I like, I think even the standings right now, I think they're middle of the pack. And I, mm-hmm. But I just go there to enjoy the game. Like it Listen, doesn't, I don't ride or die. We go to those Comets games. I can't believe every time I go there, I'm just like, I can't believe more families don't come to these. The <laughs> Comets games are so much fun. I'll be real with you. Prior to my kids playing soccer and mm-hmm. even going to the Comets game, I didn't even know what the comp. Who were the comments? Like, mm. I didn't know. So it's indoor soccer, if you mm. don't know. But it is such a blast. They make probably like the Mavericks games, too. They make the, you you did the in-game um, in-game hosting, hosting yep. and stuff like that. They make it fun, and it really is, if, especially in the winter when there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Fun to go and watch a game. And we have a blast. I even bought a sweatshirt. I mean, of course you did. I'm Good diehard. For, but that's, you, by the way, that's something if you don't, if there's something that you love and you really want to support, the best way to support somebody or, 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 a, or a team, or this goes into music too, an artist yeah, or whatever, merch. buy the merch. <laughs> That's why we have like three Russell Dickerson shirts and a couple of hoodies at the house. Why? Because we like support him and want him to do what. Like mm-hmm. I, I support all my artists on Q104, but like like everybody else, I have a favorite. Like we have favorites and our favorite's Russell. And so, yeah, we have a couple of t-shirts and a, and a hoodie there I as well. I told you my latest potential side hustle slash dream that I want to do. You know how I buy t-shirts and sweatshirts and everything I buy has like, there's a slogan on it. There's like a, there's a, there's a saying, there's a, you have a new one and, and the say it's not the whole shirt, but it's up in the, in the, in the left pectoral and it's a, it's a, it's a Jesus shirt. It's, it's a God a shirt. shirt. It's like praise him, love him. Or so, what does it say? His plan, his path, his pace. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Actually, I got that one from Etch Life. They have a little boutique up in the square in Liberty, darling okay. little boutique and very, uh, Christian based, obviously. Tell them Jenny Matthews sent you. Tell them Jenny Matthews. But no, but I, but every time I buy stuff like that, my husband says to me, why don't you come up with your own stuff? He's like, you know, share your things that are meaningful to you and share that with other people. I'm like, that's a really good idea. So I've actually been toying with that, with starting a little online, you know. An online boutique? online boutique. We're just, we'll just, we'll just sayings? Some, yeah, like, you know, some shirt, t-shirts, sweatshirts, maybe uh, 
I don't know, maybe a, maybe a mug or two, but you know, with just some of the sure. things, because I have some, some, I don't know, I've been through I don't want you to tell any of them on the podcast, because no, I don't, I don't want anyone so to steal, right? yeah, you get to steal your ideas, but I have some ideas, I will say, I'm, I'm, as your friend, it's my job to be honest with you, and I'm, yeah. I'm concerned, mm. because I think some of your sayings might not resonate with the average folk, like, 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 like we're, uh, you know, there's live, laugh, love, and then there's Jenny Matthews slogan, which is like, True crime and sharing stories about an 85-year-old woman's hand up my butt. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen, because you're not a woman, you don't frequent the, you know, the shops or whatever, but, like, know. you see the T-shirts where people, it says, like, it says, like, um... Juicy on the ass? No, no, no. no. I'm trying to think of, like, the things it says, like, like lattes, um movies snuggles or do you, like it has like three things or whatever like well, yeah like like uh there's a country one that's like dolly and reba right. and 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 yeah i struggle because i don't drink coffee and i swear every one of those shirts has latte or coffee it has something mm. to do with that and or I don't wine drink, or wine and i don't drink wine you kn- you know where i'm at with that so mine is gonna have either mimosa or champagne right okay um, it's going to have in bed by eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be all these things that I swear other people connect with. We're not all coffee. All right. Nobody take the idea. <laughs> Nobody take this idea. I have it. an idea mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it to you Bring it. on this podcast. Right here. And if you are listening and you steal this, you suck. I'm going to sue you. Are you? No, you, I mean, we you. can't sue you because legally <laughs> there's nothing we can do. We just hope that good people listen to this podcast. Okay. Your t-shirt is going to say... Don't be late, cause I'm gone by eight. Yep. Okay, that's your tea. That's your yep. first tea. That's at the at the at the J. We'll, we'll we'll do that at the JM Boutique, which is the, you know, the JM Boutique is the Jenny Matthews. Yeah, when it says I just want to be invited, cause I want to be invited. I don't want to go. Yeah, I just want to be invited. Yeah, I have so many ideas. I and honestly, you're so creative and you know me so well. Like we could probably sit and brainstorm and come up with some really funny ideas. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't know. It's I I love fashion and I love the idea of creating and I have no idea what I'm doing. But I would like to maybe with that my favorite um they're not really a boutique but they are a local clothing store and they're run by our friend the people who make our gosh darn t-shirts our friends over at team cocktail they have a for their first store in lake Lottawana. check them out um but they actually uh, they they have wine shirts that i love because they're like they their slogan is a uh what are they they say they're a uh a drinking company with a t-shirt problem. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And they, uh, they have a, they have, I got, I got this shirt for my mom for Christmas last year and it's a picture of a, a wine and it's a bottle of wine and it says corks are for quitters. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, <laughs> I mean, if you open a bottle yeah. of wine and you don't finish it, the hell are you doing? Like Here's between two of you, you should be able to down a bottle of wine pretty easy. What I love about this. I actually understand that reference now because hey. now that I'm drinking, you know, Prosecco and the Prosecco Rosé, I, and I but does your that. Prosecco, does it, is it like champagne? Does it, Pops, so yeah. so you couldn't get the cork back in anyway. No, so I bought this nifty little stopper. Quitter. From, actually, Matthew bought it for me. Of it's, a, it's a heart, very cute, from Home Goods, And it broke, on it, so I need to go get another one. But um, Or, or, don't be a quitter and just and finish the bottle like a boss. The problem is, I have a very low tolerance, so it's, or high tolerance? Low tolerance. Low tolerance. Ooh. <laughs> that sounded wrong. I'm so tired that sounded wrong all of a sudden. I was like, wait, did I say that wrong? Maybe I'm drunk now. Who knows? I don't know. This has been a really swell time. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up for this week. And um, by the way, remember 40 minutes ago when we said, hey, hopefully this doesn't sound like crap because of the echo? Yeah, (laughs) we hope you're still. (gasps) Hey, breaking news as we're talking. Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin discharged from Buffalo Hospital. That's insane. That just happened. Wow. That's less. That's a little. 
what, less than two weeks after his heart stopped and he's That's out of amazing. the hospital. I feel like the average person, they would be in the hospital for at least a month. That's am- yeah, but you got to think he, he has youth on his side. He's and young he's, and, he's, and, he's, and he's super he's, healthy. He's an athlete. Yeah, an he's athlete. very conscious of what he puts into his body. Okay, oh, cool. That's what a, such good news. What's going to be funny is someone's going to listen to this podcast in like two days and they're going to be like, yeah, that news is two days old. And I'm like, so is this podcast episode. Yeah, well, if you're listening today, like first, uh, we've completed a series of tests and evaluation in consultation with the team physicians. We are confident DeMar can be safely discharged to continue his rehabilitation at home. Yeah, I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he's going out for a run this afternoon, but um, that's <laughs> yeah. such good news. What if his coach texts him, hey, see you're out of the hospital. Get your ass to practice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> don't see that happening Gosh, either. you know what, though? And I know just having gone through some some challenges with my health and stuff over the years, but man, there it's crazy because you do take the little things for granted or even like, I'm sure he'd love to go sit at practice, even if he wasn't playing, but just to be, you know, be in the locker room with the boys. Yeah. The locker room is a special place too. Anyway, God bless him. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.